Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, AJ Tripp. Welcome to the game according to me. As always, we got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about NFL and the playoff picture. We're going to talk about that great national championship game from last night. And we're going to talk about the All-Star voting first time, first um, results, excuse me, in the NBA. So let's go ahead and let's get cracking, y'all. So let's start with those NBA All-Star voting results. The um, first um, uh, fan returns came back uh, a little bit last week. I think it came back maybe Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember, but um, Golden State, Stephen Kevin Curry, and Brooklyn's Kevin Durant leads the Western and Eastern Conference respectively uh, in the first fan returns of the NBA All-Star voting presented by DeSalt. Um, NBA PR tweeted out um, last week. Uh, actually, on six, as I see here. So um, the next NBA All Star fans voting update would be Thursday, Jan thirteenth, uh, which is this week. So I will have an update on it next week. But let's look at the um, the, the the thing. We look at the Western Conference first in the front court. We have LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and Paul George. One, two, three. So they would be the, the leaders. Uh, Wiggins and Green are four and five from the Golden State Warriors. Anthony Davis, six from the Lakers. Carl Anthony Towns, seven from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carmelo Anthony's eight from the Lakers. Rudy Gobert is nine, and DeAndre Ayton is ten. For the guards of the Western Conference, Steph Curry, like we said, the the, the leader. Uh, is one Luka Doncic would be two from Dallas. And number three is is John Morant. Number four is Clay Thompson. Kind of a weird thing. This is why they change the way they do voting. Uh, this is not the fan vote that gets the starters in the the media and the and the players. They also vote as well because then you have things like this. Because Clay Thompson could possibly surpass Doncic and Morant. You know, and then be starting back with with Stephen Curry. So that would be wrong. And and they, and they did it because a couple of years ago, uh, Zaza Pachulia almost won the the, the, the vote to be a, the starting center in uh, in the NBA uh, in the NBA All Star game. So that's that's why they changed it. Uh, Devin Booker uh, is fifth from Phoenix. Chris Paul also from Phoenix is sixth. Donovan Mitchell is 7th, Damian Litter is 8th, Russell Westbrook is ninth, and Anthony Edwards is 10th. Those are the top 10 for the guards and for the front court from the Western Conference. From the Eastern Conference, we look ahead at the front court, like the tweet mentioned, Kevin Durant is the um, leader of the uh, Eastern Conference. He is number 1, Giannis uh, from Milwaukee is 2. And Joel Embiid is three. Those are the top three. Those would be the ones that would, you know, be head. That's what they do. They take the top three front court vote getters and the top two back court vote getters. Um, uh, and and then they do the randomly picking thing that that, that I think is just is I I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. It, it, it was okay with me the first couple of times, but now it's it's just time to go back to East and West Coast. Eastern, Eastern, West, what's the conference? So, um, 
Let's finish up. Fourth is Jason Tatum. Five is Jimmy Butler. Six is Jared Allen from Cleveland, who is uh, they are having a surprisingly good year. Seven is Bam Adebayo. Eight is Miles Bridges. That's kind of a shock. Nine is Lamarcus Aldridge, and ten is Nuclear Vucevic from the Chicago Bulls. Speaking of the Chicago Bulls, DeMar DeRozan is the number one backcourt vote getter with over a million votes. Uh, then James Harden from Brooklyn is two. For Young from Atlanta, three. Zach Levine, DeRozan. Uh, I, I can't say backcourt because actually DeRozan plays the frontcourt. I don't know why they got him as a backcourt, but whatever. Uh, Levine is uh, four. Um, Lamelo Ball is five. Kyrie Irving is six. Again, Kyrie Irving just started back playing. He was playing on the road. Derrick Rose is seven. Derrick Rose is a absolutely. It's a back. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, Tyler Hero is eight. Jerry's Garland is nine, and Fred Van Vliet is ten. So, again, like the tweet said, we'll get another wrap up of the All Star voting coming up. On Tuesday, I will have the second fan votes, uh, second fan results uh, coming to you next week. So that's that. So now let's check out the College Football National Championship game from last night on um, the Georgia Bulldogs against Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, Again, I had no problem with it being an all-SEC championship game because we had a playoff. Uh, and I think that's good. Um, I, was, I was more upset that uh, Georgia couldn't beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, which would have maybe given another Dame a chance to get in there, but that's neither here nor there. So there's a rematch uh, happening. And it, it was a really good game last night. It, it's the first half really was about defense. You know, they drove teams, they both teams drove down the field, but they couldn't get it into the end zone. So at that time, it was 9-6, to six, Alabama with the lead. Um, and then we got some scoring happening. We had a touchdown from Georgia in the third quarter. Uh, Alabama came back with a field goal and another touchdown in the fourth quarter. Uh, they missed the, uh, they went for a two-point conversion, they missed. But Georgia Bulldogs, they came out and they had really good timing. They scored 20 points in the fourth quarter. And uh, it was just unstoppable. And the, the final one was the um, pick six uh, that Bryce Young threw when he was trying to bring the, the Crimson Tide back. So I really thought I really thought it was a really really good game. Um, again, for like the, the sixth time, um, the. Uh, the, the, there was a they showed a stat that um, like the, like the, like the five times prior to this one, where a team that played in the regular season met in the in you know met later in the year in a championship game or something like that, um, and in each time the team that lost the first time uh, won the second time. Um, it did happen just last year with Clemson. Notre Dame beat Clemson. In the uh, in the you know the first time the Clemson Notre Dame the second time and 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 I think the the caveat is that it had to be a top five team it had to be two teams in the top five so um that's that's what it was and uh, five it happened five times this was the sixth one and again it, it happened where Alabama beat Georgia in the SEC championship game but Georgia come back and beat Alabama in the national championship game very very good. Um, 
Georgia, you know, this first time Georgia's won a national championship since 1980. Good for them. Kirby Smart get the monkey off his back, finally beating um, his mentor, his, his uh, um, Nick Saban. Yeah, so I think I think this was what it was supposed to be. No, um, Bryce Young, he had a. You know, he had an okay day. He went, you know, 35 or 57 of 369. And he had the two interceptions. You know, you know, unfortunately, especially the last one that kind of ended their rally. But, yeah, um, Jameson Williamson, Jameson Williams, excuse me, he got injured, unfortunately. Um, you know, so they, they went to Cameron Latu uh, a lot, Bryce Young. Um, and, but they just couldn't get the, the job done. You know, Georgia was was there. Georgia was gained this this time. And people, all the people who was talking about Stetson Bennett, maybe Stetson Bennett wasn't good enough. You know, I I, I think I, I think I realized this. You know, you know, the college football isn't the NFL. You know, in the NFL, you need your quarterback more than likely, more more often than not, to make uh, to, you know to be a a a, a superstar. In the playoff for your team to win, you know, to, to make it into advance, you know, you doesn't that doesn't need to happen in the in the college football game. Only thing you need your quarterback to be is competent. And Stetson Bennett is competent. He was 17, 26, 224, two touchdowns, no picks. He was confident. You know, he was competent, and uh, I think he shut up some of the. The, uh, the dollars last night showing that he could, you know, lead this team to a championship. So, very, very good. Like I said, I think it was a very good game, even though the, the score is, 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 seems kind of lopsided. Again, it's because of that last pick six. Um, but I thought it was really, really good. And yes, let's just do this. Um, now let's check out and see what happens next year. Um, for the uh, Ball National Championship. Um, as you all know, I will, um, in, uh, in in August, you know, I will definitely be having my my thoughts, you know, on teams, things like that, that I will give you right here on the Game According to Me. So, stay tuned. It's <laughs> <to> August. <laughs> And, uh, and you'll hear those thoughts. But yes, again, once again, congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs on winning the 2021-2022 National Championship. So, as always, let's end this with the National Football League. Um, before we talk about what went down, you know, uh, over this weekend in the games, and then we'll talk about the, the playoffs, Yesterday was Black Monday, as it's known, because usually the Monday after the last game of the season, coaches, GMs, other personnel, they they get fired. Unfortunately, that's just how the way this 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 thing is. We already know that um, Jacksonville is looking for a coach. They fired Urban Meyer in the middle of the season, and we know that John Gruden was let go after the controversy with him uh, happened in the in the, at the beginning of the season. So uh, let's look at who and uh, who lost their jobs. Uh, unfortunately, um, first one is Vic Fangio. He actually lost on Sunday as his team, the Broncos, played 
on Saturday. He lost the job, unfortunately. Uh, there were rumors that um, the GM really liked him, but uh, going 19 and 30 in three years, I think, was maybe unfortunately the way that they realized they needed to go in a separate direction. So, but Vic is Vic is he's gonna land on his feet somewhere, get a defensive coordinator job, or maybe another head coaching job. Who knows? Um, Brian Flores, which was actually a very shock. Um, they, they, you know. They decided to let go of a coach who won like he was one who started one and seven and ended nine and eight. Uh, he led Dolphins to a ten and six record last year. Over three years, he had a twenty four and twenty five record, just one under five hundred. But Stephen Ross decided to let him go, and I'm not sure why. So uh, the Dolphins will be looking for another head coach. Um, Matt Nagy. Um. Yeah. Um. Now he had a in his four years he had a uh, three games over five hundred record. Uh, he was thirty four and thirty one. However, um. You know, I I think what happened was, um. You know, after going twelve and four in his first year, it just went down. He had two consecutive back to back eight and eight seasons, including one that. Helped him get, you know, they got into the playoffs last year, but that was mainly because that was the first year of the 17 um, playoff in this conference. Uh, so, you know, if it was back to normal, he would not have gotten, gotten in the playoffs. Um, and then this year was just unfortunately a a a, a, uh, a piss poor performance by him and his coaches to have on his team. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he still ended up with a 34 and 31 record. Um, uh, after four years, they let him go. They decided to let him go, and they decided to let go of also the GM Ryan Pace, um, who, in, in who in seven years as the GM has a has a horrible record uh, under uh, him. He's, you know, he's only had that one winning season in uh, in in twenty eighteen with this um. With uh, with with Nagy at the helm, and he, he you know he just he, and he is missed on everything you know, the the you know the unbelievable gall in 2017 to trade up one spot to draft Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. It, it, it's a bad one. He, he missed on Kevin White in his first draft. Um, we. we a lot of us thought that he missed on Leonard Floyd, but Leonard Floyd went to, went to the Rams and become a pretty decent complimentary pass rush, uh, pass rush to Aaron Donald and now Vaughn Miller over there in in, in, in Los Angeles. Um, he's missed on other ones. He drafted Adam Shaheen when he could have drafted Juju Smith-Schuster and others, and you know, and so it's it's it's, it's a lot of things and a lot of his you know. Um, there's just a lot of things that he's done as a GM. He's just, it's just unfortunate. It didn't work out. And we all know that the Bears are my team. And uh, so with the with the firing of Matt Nagy and, and and Ryan Pace, I'm looking to see. And I watched the the George McCaskey conference um, presser last week. Then last week yesterday. And boy, oh boy, that that was that was a whole lot of nothing from nothing.
And the only thing that came out of that guy that he thinks Olin Coops likes to lie. The only thing that he has has said. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see where the Bears go from here. There's already, you know, I, I, there's already been like four or five names they've talked about. They wanted to try to uh, interview for the coaching job. Um, both of the Bills coordinators, um, Doug Peterson, and I think there was a few others that were announced. I can't remember at this time, but yeah, it's uh, it's a big time thing for my Bears. Uh, and um, Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer was was released, um, as well as the GM Rick Spielman. Uh, and he made the playoffs three times in eight years, and he compiled a 72, 56, and one record over those eight years, but unfortunately, I think, you know, we, we, we live in an age where, where even if you have a winning record, it's, it doesn't, you know, unless you're, unless you're in Baltimore, like John Harbaugh, unless you're in Pittsburgh, like, like Tomlin, or you're in New Orleans, like, um, like the New Orleans Saints, or you're, or you know, and and, and, and and let's face it, those teams, those um, those coaches have have one thing over Mike Zimmer, and that's they've won the Super Bowl. At least they won at least one Super Bowl. So Mike Zimmer didn't, didn't even make it to to the Super Bowl. He made the playoff only three times. So unfortunately, he had to go, and I guess um, Rick Spielman has to go as well. Um, so yeah, we'll see where 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 they head in their co-coaching and GM search. Uh, so again, like I said, it's it's always a a bad thing for um, that was a bad thing for um, the Black Monday's firings to happen. But and we're still waiting to see. There still could be more. The the Dave Gettleman in New York uh, retired. Uh, so we'll see if the new GM wants to keep Joe Judge, and then this, uh, and there could always be other, other things going on as well. You know, we're gonna, there's always going to be other, you know, things that happen. Maybe you know, with some of the playoff teams, you know, um, maybe maybe the coaches of the playoff teams could, you know, could be, you know, they you know they could fire their their coach or something like that because of whatever. Like, I. I I, I don't know. Um, just like you know, Arizona. You know, it could be a possibility that they fire Cliff Kingsbury for you know for a, a squad that started off like seven and one or eight and one, something like that, and they just went down the the the, the, the pants leg the rest of the rest of the season. Now they still made the playoffs, but they were they they were the number one seed. And a lot of teams thought they were the best team in the league at one point, but so we'll. We'll have to wait and see what goes down to the rest of them. Um, so that's 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 that for Black Monday. Now let's check out um, what happened this this past weekend uh, in football. We had two games on Saturday: uh, the Chiefs and the Broncos. Chiefs won that 28 to 24, and the Cowboys beat the Eagles in, in amazing fashion, 51 to 26. Chiefs, Cowboys, and Eagles all making the playoffs. Um, Broncos, like I said, did not. And unfortunately, Vic Fangio did get fired. 
Now the Sunday action, Washington beat the Giants 22-7. Well, again, we'll see about Joe Judge. Um, the Bengals lost to the Browns 21-16. Bengals obviously rested some of their players. Um, they, I, I think they played maybe a half, but the Browns came out. Baker Mayfield did not play. We have to see what the Browns are going to do with Baker Mayfield. They picked up the fifth option, so he so he will be there next year. But I right, the, the the what's the name the contract extension probably won't come until you know until after the season is over. Excuse me. The Steelers beat the Ravens in overtime, sixteen to thirteen. Ben Roethlisberger, one last chance to make the playoffs, but he needed other things to happen, and those other things did happen. We'll talk about that when that happens. Packers only played a half or a little bit into the third quarter um, in their game against the Lions, so the, the Lions came back and won 37-30. Darren Campbell, again, just continues to prove that he's getting his team is fighting for him. They just don't really have the talent. At this point, and again, I don't know what happened to Jared Goff. I thought I was sure that Jared Goff was a—he was just not a a, a a a product of Sean McVay, but it may look like that he he, he was. So, um, the Jaguars shockingly beat the Colts 26 to 11. Now, coming into this game, there was things that were like the Colts had lost five straight games at, at Jacksonville, but it, it, this was different, right? No, no, it wasn't. Uh, Jacksonville played well. Um, the fans there upset with Shaq Khan. Uh, they dressed as clowns for the clown show. But uh, there was no clown show on that field from the Jaguars. Uh, they beat the coach 26-11. Um, that was one of the things that Pittsburgh needed to happen uh, to get in. So um, that was interesting. Vikings beat the Bears 31-17. Justin Jefferson came 19 yards short of breaking Randy Moss's record of uh, uh, for a single season uh, yardage uh, uh, in this uh, record. Um, Titans beat the Texans 28-25. Texans were very game. Titans had a 21-0 lead and Texans came back with 25 points. The Titans did hold on. They had a number one seed going into the playoffs. Saints beat the Falcons 30-20. The Saints needed the, the to beat the Falcons and they needed the you know, 49ers to lose to make the playoffs. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Seahawks beat the Cardinals 38-30 for the first time in his career. Uh, Russell Wilson is a, in, a, in a losing season. Yeah, like I said, Cowboy Cardinals made the playoffs, uh, so they didn't really need this game. Well, they needed the game because they could have won the division if the 49ers beat the Rams. Um, Bills beat the Jets 27-10. to um, Buccaneers beat the Panthers. 41 to 17. Buccaneers are in. Bills won the um, Bills won the AOC East because the Dolphins beat the uh, the Patriots 24 uh, 33 to 24. Um, once again, I'm talking about another thing. Talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars and against the Colts. The Patriots did not beat the Dolphins in December or January. You know, for, for some reason they just don't do it. Just don't do it. Uh, they don't beat the Dolphins in Miami. They just don't do it. Um, but the Patriots are in the playoffs. 49ers beat the Rams 24-17, knocking out the Saints, proving, keeping a spot for them. And the Rams, because of the Cardinals loss, they won the division. But uh, it would have been nice to win the game because I think um, they could they could have had a shot at making getting a higher seed. Um, 
and you've got the Raiders and the Chargers. Now, going into this game, everything the, the Steelers needed the Jaguars to beat the Colts. They needed the um, they needed something else. They needed the Jaguars because they needed to beat the Ravens, and they needed the Chargers and Raiders to not tie. <laughs> And they need to try and the Raiders to not tie and make the playoffs. And when you goddamn know it, the Chargers and Raiders played the overtime. They kicked, each team kicked to a, to a field goal, and we were driving down the field. And it looked like the Raiders were actually, you know, looking to run out the clock, basically. So, you know, after the two minute warning, they ran a play, they ran on first down, and then they ran on second down. And. It, it, it looks like what they were going to do is maybe just maybe run. They were either going to, they went shotgun formation. So they were either going to run a shotgun play on, on third down or they were going to pass it, you know, you know, for whatever. Look, look and see if they can get the first down. And who knows what they exactly were going to do. But Brandon Staley called a timeout because he wanted to get their defense onto the field. When they called the timeout, I think that I think they kind of you know said, well, listen, they they're gonna they're trying to get the ball back. Let let's go ahead and let's end this. And then they they changed the play, came out under center, ran a power play to the left, and just Jacob got the first down. They took the clock down to to two seconds. You know, call the timeout and kick the field goal. Who uh, Daniel Carlson, who was perfect in 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 uh in the Raiders Stadium. He hit it right down the middle, and the Raiders win, 35-32. And it looks like that that timeout might have cost the Chargers uh, a chance to make the playoff. Um, but a tie, and it was uh, Justin Herbert was seen. They were caught by the NBC cameras talking to somebody saying, "I've never wanted a tie so bad." And that was right after Brandon Thick called, you know, a timeout. Brandon Staley, I put this on Twitter. I don't know if he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room or if he's, I don't know what he's doing, but in this point in this game, he's on his own 18. He did a fourth and one, and, and it didn't happen. They, they, they didn't get it. And he's done this all the time. He's always he's one of these coaches that uses the analytics, and analytics is ruining sports altogether. We know this. Um, he's going for two. When you know when you're down, uh, you know when you're like you know when you score a touchdown and then you're down nine, you're down nine. Uh, some people think for some reason that you should go for two, and if you go for two and you make it, then okay, then you only need then you you're only down seven and you just need a touchdown to keep that point. You know, rather than if you kick if you kick the extra point or touchdown you score, you'll be down eight and have to you know. Get a touchdown and a two-point conversion. I, I I find that stupid. I find that to be stupid. As, uh, you know, you, you know. Now he went for it and it worked, but I find that to be stupid. He's one of these proponents of that. Uh, you know, and, and he's done it all year long. And it's one thing to be aggressive. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. To me, I always say that that if you can't get a fourth and one. If you can't get a fourth and one or shorter, and I might, even, I might even go fourth and two. If you can't get like a fourth and two or shorter with your offense, you know, power playing power football, you don't deserve to win. I've always said that. 
But for me, I, that's... It's not on your own 19-yard line. Maybe, you know, maybe if you're, like, on your 35, or maybe if you're, if you're you know, if you're 35 and you won't going out, then, yeah, I, I, I would be all for that. But not on your own 19, but it's, it's, it's a... Where if it's... Where if, even if they do three incompletions, they still can kick a, you know, a chip shot field goal type, well, not chip shot, but a, a, an easy field goal, you know, so I, you know, I don't know, they're, they're, uh, he's going to have to do some self-scouting, he's going to have to really, you know, you know, look and look at himself and say, hey, hey, you know, I, I, uh, being aggressive is one thing, but maybe being overly aggressive is is is, is downfall downfall uh, for this season. So again, Raiders beat the Chargers thirty-five to thirty-two. Now let's look at the the playoffs, the wild card rounds. Um, Saturday's games: the Raiders will go to the Bengals at four thirty. The Patriots and the Bills will play at eight fifteen. I think everybody's hoping for some good weather, and, and not good weather, well, good weather in the, in the fact that more wind, more snow, maybe you know something like that, a wintry mix in Buffalo Saturday night. Let's see what happens. It's a, uh, it's the third game. Both the third time this team playing. Both teams won a game in, in the other team's home. So let's see what happens Saturday night. On Sunday, the Eagles will take on the Buccaneers at one. The 49ers and the Cowboys. Um, first time they played in the playoffs since the '94 season. Um, uh, so that was in the, in, the, in the NFC Championship game, which the 49ers won to go on to the Super Bowl and play on play the Chargers. Uh, that's happening at 4:30 p.m. Eastern Time. And in a while, and in another wild card game, the Steelers going in are facing the Chiefs. Will this be Will this be Ben Roethlisberger's? Last game, or can the Steelers upset the Chiefs and try to make a run for Big Ben? Do for Big Ben what they did, what Big Ben did for Jerome Bettis. We'll have to wait and see. It's gonna be interesting. And for the first time in this, in the in the, in the history of the playoffs, we have a Monday night wild card game: the Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles Rams. Monday night football on ESPN. So there we have it, guys. We are in the playoffs. We are now. Heading towards the Super Bowl. Let's go. All right, y'all. That's going to be it for this week's edition of the game, according to me. If you feel the need to want to support this podcast any type of way, there's many ways to do it. Go to patreon.com slash ABFIP. Become a patron. Once I hit a certain amount of patrons, you will be able to determine what you will hear on my new podcast. The first episode is up. I'm a man. I'm 40. Make sure you go to that. It's the word according to me. You will be able to uh, say the topic that I do on my YouTube channel. And maybe and I'm bringing back the twist. Maybe I can do something. I can't play video games, but I can do something where I can maybe do a live stream and talk about something. Who knows? Maybe a live podcast or maybe a live Whatever, but yeah, you'll be able to do that if you go there to patreon.com slash AJ Or if you want to just support me, you know, you know uh, another way, you can go on anchor.fm slash Andre Triple Show, in which you can 
subscribe to my podcast, which is going from $0.99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. That's, uh, you know, so that's the way to do that for that. Or, the non-monetary way to support me is to just, wherever you're listening to my podcast, just rate me high, you know, leave leave, leave, leave good reviews, and share it on all your social medias, your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebooks, wherever. I just enjoy the fact that once again you decided to listen to my podcast, and that, and that is also good enough for me. I appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is your boy, AJ Tripp, signing off. By the way, I, I didn't mention, it's my birthday today. I am 40. Holy shit. <laughs> you guys, as always, be good to each other, y'all. Be careful out there. And I am out.